We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday new on curiosity stream how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production could napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future and how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet james burke's visionary series connections returns for a new generation Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the DraftKings Rainmakers uh, edition. We've got the PGA. We've got two PGA tournaments to cover here on this lovely show. Can't wait for it. I'm Eric Lindquist. I'm sitting alongside my buddy, The Fantasy Grind, on Twitter. Go follow him there. It's Chip Ulrich. Excited to be talking PGA and Again, Rainmakers, one of the coolest products going on. It's combining NFTs with DFS, your traditional DFS that you know and love. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun here this week. But Jeff, how you doing, my dude? I'm doing good. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, this is a fun week for betting like it is. It's, I, I mean, I just don't know why they're taking this week off the, the schedule. Obviously, we don't, we don't waste too much time on this. We've got a short show. we got two events to talk about, but... This is fun, man. Corrals has a, has a pretty decent field for a secondary event. And uh, obviously the match play is just like betting opportunities all week long. So, Yeah, if you got if you got your packs, if you signed up for your starter pack, you can get that below in the video description box below. You click on that, head to DraftKings. You're going to go to the... You're going to go to the main lobby that they have there. You're going to be able to get a free pack. Yes, a five... Well, it's actually eight players that they have for the PGA product. Uh, I absolutely love it. I know Jeff absolutely loves it. You're going to get a bunch of different uh, core cards you can add to the collection. You can go buy elite packs that they have, the birdie packs over in the marketplace. You could also go up to the eagle packs. That would be the legendary packs that they have in the marketplace as well. They've all sold out. They're all gone. So you have to be able to go get them there. That's where they're located at. So go get those while you're at it too, if you're looking to play in any of the upgraded contests. But with two PGA contests uh, on on the docket for this week, we are going to fly in this half hour. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to start with the match play because that is the bigger grouping of tournaments. We're going to finish out with the Corrales. Uh, talk about that at the very end. There are only 76 players available in the pool for that, but we're going to start with the match play where we have 64 players available. Do you want to just give people the lowdown on what we're looking at at Austin Country Club this week? Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a shorter Pete Dye design course. It's about 7,100 yards. I mean, it's it's aggressive play. But it's it's Pete Dye. I mean, it's 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 still approach and, and putting can get it done. And you're gonna have to scramble a little bit because the wind is up. So, I mean, I I just I point to who like who's won here. We've seen Kevin Kisner in the finals three or four years. Billy Horschel's won. Kucher. I mean, these are just the the specialists uh, on these shorter type of venues. So yeah, it can be overpowered a little bit. Dustin's done it. John Rahm's had some had a good run here as well. But like these these approach specialists and putters can absolutely compete. So it's a wide open event. I think that the course lends itself to that. It's not some grueling test where, you know, you, you gotta just, you know, bogey is like a good score. You're going to have to win here with, with birdies unless uh, the wind really gets up. So that's the kind of course you're looking at, you know, it's, it's kind of a parkland setting in, in Austin, some, some water, it's probably comparable in some ways to some of the TPC courses, but 
nothing too fancy. It brings in a lot of players and, um, you know, it, it makes it a wide open event. Yeah. Wide open event. As you said, Kissner three or four years. I mean, that's not exactly yeah. your thoroughbred type player on the PGA tour. He's definitely been effective, had a phenomenal career. This ain't no hobby, Jeff. This ain't no hobby. <laughs> that's right. That's hey, what it if, is. If you can sink 10 footers at the rate Kevin Kisner does, you can probably make it on the PGA tour. That's what it comes down to. So. Yeah, if I could do that, I'd probably be there. Well, that's a little arrogant, but it feels like it sometimes. Just go in the hole, ball. Just go in the hole. But we're looking at the match play again. 64 players that you have that are teeing it up here. Everybody's got a card, so that makes it a little bit easier. We'll get to the Corrales, where that isn't necessarily the case. A little bit smaller contest sizes, but we're going to start. If you get your core pack, or if you get all of your core cards from that pack, there is a spot where you can play only those core cards, but yeah. we're going to go to the core cards required, the largest tournament they have for the core. If you want to get those upgraded cards, you can get them on the marketplace. You can get them in packs at the marketplace, but we're going to start here. The number one rule of this week, the number one rule is allow yourself to have the opportunity to have five of eight because there are not enough people who are going to care about having five of their eight golfers. And what do I mean by that, Jeff? Well, Obviously, it means that we want to have all of our golfers have the opportunity to finish in the top eight. It's just like the NCAA tournament. You have your group play as they move down the board. We want to give ourselves the ability to have all of our golfers be in play to get to that finals. If you can do that, you probably don't even necessarily need the captain to be the winner of the golf tournament. If it's Scotty Scheffler or John Robb, you probably do. But there are opportunities where we can have some really good builds and not enough people are going to do that, correct? Absolutely, especially in Rainmakers where, you know, people are going to be limited by what cards they have, by, you know, maybe not wanting to spend on the marketplace, by just not paying attention and being like, oh, yeah, I got these cards. And then they're just not going to want to go back. So Rainmakers, it's a unique format because, like, it it, it makes you, you have to spend time just not, not just this week, not just investing in the marketplace and looking and trying to get those core cards, but also you have to realize that, like, you you need certain cards. You need different quadrants to really build the what you'd call an optimal lineup. So I think, like you said, a lot of people aren't going to do it. I mean, even me this morning when I went, it was hunting for like a Harris English <laughs> card. I forgot to look if I even needed like Harris English like fit in my cards where I needed to go. So like it, it's it's one of those weeks. If you put in the time, I think you'll probably, you know, you're going to have an edge at the very least. So it's a, it's a fun week for that. Obviously we also have the secondary event, so it's a limited field. We only have so many cards to choose from. So um, yeah, it, it's, but the main thing, like, like you, like Eric just said, give yourself a chance, get one, get exposure to at least one guy from each side of the, uh, each quadrant of the draw. That's your first and foremost task. You do that. You're probably ahead of like 20% of the field this week, maybe. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good start. Yep, and if you want to just do the elite players, if you have the Scheffler, Rom, and Cantlay, and McElroy, if you go one, two, three, four, those are your one, two, three, four seeds, yay for you. There are going to be more people who have those kind of combinations who have paid up for it, and in match play, the win percentages go way, way down. Over at Stochastic, we have what's called the Top Golfers Tool. It's one of the best things in terms of DFS that you can use on a week-to-week basis, but... This week, it is wild to look at the win percentages. Have you looked at those yet this week, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I looked at them last night. Absolutely. I mean, Scheffler's is up there, but yeah, compared to what we usually have, mm-hmm. they are they are way, way down. <laughs> absolutely. The top 6% four. is the yeah. top. 5.9% for Scotty Scheffler, the top win percentage yeah. on the week. So you can have some cards that aren't your quote-unquote elite cards. You brought it up. Kevin Kisner 
three or four years has found his way here. I think the the hard and fast rule is if you have cards that you get in packs and you're putting things together, just make sure you have a path to five of eight. Absolutely. Um, so so do that. Like, I mean, and again, like th this is probably the worst week to have like all those studs. Uh, uh, absolutely. Just because <laughs> of the lower win, win percentage. So obviously, if you have them, like you should play them. You don't have to go out and like find other other ways to do it because th there won't be that many people with that. But um, yeah, like in terms of, of strategy, this is a week where, you know, if we were talking traditional DFS, like classic format on DraftKings, you could leave like a couple of grand behind easily in your lineups there. And I mean, obviously on the show tonight, like, uh, you know, live before lock, we'll, we'll talk about that, but, um, you know, for, for, for rainmakers it's just so unique because I think it does give you a chance where if you can scrape together, like low, like, you know, lower ranked players, I mean, you're going to have a shot again, making sure you have like the optimal setup. So it, it's a good week, I think, to, to try out Rainmakers, to try and pick up some of these cheaper players. And remember, you're always thinking utility forward with Rainmakers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're looking at, at to pick up someone, try and pick up someone on the cheap who you think like, you know, later in the season may, may develop into like a, a higher end card for you. So always be thinking ahead. Um, uh, this is like a, a year long grind and getting it. You're still in the early stages here. I mean, we got a long way to go. Um, the, the contests are still like what I'd call like lower entry. It's going to pick up on since the masters in two weeks too. So good week to, uh, to be investing too. That is for damn sure. Let's start breaking down some of the players that we are interested in, not just tell you how to go about building your lineups, but who we want to be building our lineups with. As I looked at the bracket, you have 56 players that have rainmakers cards. So you have eight people that are not available the one guy that I was sad to see was Minwoo Lee because I think he got a pretty good draw. Anybody with this Fitzpatrick draw, I was going to be interested in targeting for sure. You have J.J. Spawn and uh, Thigala that are, are both there in that draw. Uh, I believe it's group 14. But there are a lot of different spots where I think I think you get some pretty good draws against top seeds is Cam Young. Uh, now that he's got a new caddy on the bag, going to be a wild... Uh, a little bit of a wild situation there, but yeah. uh, Sepp Straka, Connors, Thompson in his grouping, that's a pretty weak grouping. We have other spots where you have really strong groups. We have, uh, I think that's Sung JM, Tommy Fleetwood, JT Poster, Maverick McNeely being a 49 seed. Pretty wild to me there to see such a strong group. What are some of the groups you're looking at attacking this week? Yeah, it, it's a it's a nice mix this week in terms of like the pods. Um, you have some, some top seeds who look like they got good draws, but there are some some definite tough ones that, you know, the top seeds already not looking good. That Fitzpatrick one, I'm with you. I mean, I'm not going to try and time Matthew Fitzpatrick's turnaround. Clearly he's struggling. He had an injury early in the season. Can he putt? Well, yes, but he he's in a, a tough spot. Figal is an absolute player. Um, Irons and putter can get hot on any moment. And Min Woo Lee, we just saw gain a bunch of strokes at TPC Sawgrass around, you know, putter and, and he's just playing well. He's a good young player. I would not want to be going up against Fitzpatrick there. So Figala and, and Min Wu, I, I think are great. I think if you, again, going back to stochastic and, and looking at our ownership projections, Min Wu Lee is, is projected to be higher up, but I really, it's, it's kind of a chalky play that I don't hate. Um, I will say this, if you're looking for the real low owned play there, it's probably Figala who, mm -hmm. you know, I get people just seem to forget about, he's the higher seed than Min Wu Lee, yet he's coming in with a lot lower ownership there. So I think the gal is kind of trending as a nice, like lower own play. I think that whole bracket is, is kind of going to be chalky. Like I, I, I don't think like other than Min Wu Lee, there's a ton of, of players like underdogs that, that are going to be um, sort of 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. You probably know the feeling. Sweaty, fast breathing, quick heart rate. That's a cortisol spike. It feels awful and its imbalance is the cause of your anxiety. Rebalance Health's three-part anxiety system helps address it at the root. Rebalance Health lozenges are natural and designed for optimal absorption, providing 24-hour relief. Live life fully without feeling like you're fighting for it. Get 50% off your first month with code CALM23 at rebalancehealth.com. You know, really highly owned. One player I have my eye on for sure is uh, Cam Davis. He's actually the, mm-hmm. the last seed. He played well at the players, very streaky player, but he eats up short courses and we talked about Fitzpatrick struggling, but like Xander has not looked good in his last two starts. He completely imploded at Bay Hill. I don't know what he was doing at the players. <laughs> and like the back is just the, this ongoing thing that's like taking its own like form. It's like the, it's, it's like this whole separate sideshow with the shop. I'm kind of getting tired of it. I think he's a good, good candidate to fade. I don't think many people are looking at that group at all. I think they just say, oh, well, Shoffley's got like three weaker opponents, but Cam Davis can play. And I don't mind taking a shot with him in this format. This is a good format for Cam Davis. If he makes a bogey, it's not a big deal. Or if he makes a double or triple, it's not a big yep. deal because it's just one hole. So I actually really like Cam Davis as an underdog there. Yeah, for those that don't know, in match play, you're basically just trying to win the hole. It doesn't matter if you make 15 or if you make two. Uh, you're, it only counts as one. So if I make a two, my opponent makes a three, I win the hole. If I make a four and my opponent makes a 24, I win one hole. So there you go. Uh, 24 would be bad. That's never really happened. Although next week, Valero Texas Open. Make sure you watch uh, the Kevin Na repeat. Watch it on repeat. That'll be enjoyable. I'm pretty over it, though, at this point. Especially now that he's not even on the PGA Tour. But I digress. We continue on to other players that we're looking at targeting. I find another very interesting, fascinating group to be the Max Homa, Hideki Matsuyama, Kevin Kistner, and Justin Suh grouping. Suh, been playing pretty good. Max Homa been playing outstanding and Matsuyama in match play. And then you've got that wild card Kistner in there. Yeah. It's tougher to find. Like for me, I think those kind of groups are going to be under owned because it's so hard to pick a winner out of them. Have you thought about like, if there are certain groups that you might be involving in your builds just to try to get contrarian? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I think like, that's a good one. I like, I, home is going to have some ownership. Um, He's certainly projecting to have ownership on stochastic. I, I know when I looked last night, he was he was kind of top 10 in terms of top owned. So, but that 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 just gives you a good opportunity to to get contrarian because I mean, like, this is a quality group we're talking about. I mean, to have a, a top seed that highly owned in, in a group like that. I mean, I, I Homa's great. His approaches have been great, ball striking, but the putter has left him a little bit. I, I would I would side with Hideki here. Um, Justin Sue's also a very solid player. It's his first time playing. This has been more of the veteran type of course. I think Hideki's a, a very solid target there. So um, again, we we talk about like how the win percentages are down. You really want to be cognizant of who the, the highly owned top seeds are. Homa's projecting as, as one of the more highly owned ones. And I think he's a good player to fade this week. Um, don't want to say that too often because he's just been so money <laughs> these bigger events, but 
you know what? This is just, this is how volatile this event is. I mean, um, I, I think people are just discounting Hideki there too. So I'm looking for, for spots like that, but there's, there, there's certainly other spots too. Um, you know, we, we talked about like, um, so, some of these other top seeds, maybe just like not playing that well, or just having tougher draws, but I mean, the, like the Colin Morikawa group with, with Perez, Day and Svensson, if you, if you check out Stochastic, Victor Perez is trending with a ton of ownership and I kind of get it like in, in daily fantasy on, on, in classic formats, he's 6,500. Um, he's super cheap, but like he's, he's clearly the the fourth player in this group to me. Yep. I, I get that Perez is a good player. Like I know that he's one, he's, he's solid, but like Svensson's playing well, you've got Morikawa who I like up and down. Okay. You can make an argument. He's vulnerable, but then you've got Jason day, like the match play master. So, um, you know, he's won this event twice. I, I really like day there. He's only trending with, with about 10, 10% ownership projection. I don't, I don't like Perez. I'm not, they're not touching a 20 to 25% owned Victor Perez in that group. If you were giving me another group, yes, that's fine. So you really got to be cognizant of like who these higher owned value players are going against. Like if you want to pivot off of Perez for a cheaper play, take a look at Harris English. Harris mm-hmm. English's group is Zal Torres, who's lost multiple strokes putting in his last three events. Putnam and Ryan Fox. That's a way better draw than, yeah. than Day, Morikawa, and, and then Inform Svensson. So be really cognizant. And again, this is where Stochastic can help you out. Be really cognizant of those values. You don't want to ride with the chalk values in this one, at least in my opinion. This is, this is a good event to really, really avoid those players. All right. Let's put together what we feel is one of our favorite tournament lineups here. We're going to go quadrant by quadrant. Boy. We're going to pick the top left corner, top uh, bottom left. We're going to pick our four. Who we think our four could be coming down if you were looking at picking up cards, if you would like to be picking up cards. Again, get your free starter pack below. But if you're looking to add cards on the marketplace, you could do it directly from that tournament page from the lobby. As you click on core cards required, max three starter cards. We just need to probably add two or three of them along with your starter cards and you have a serviceable lineup. But let's give people our four I'm sure they're going to be different and it's going to be fun, but the Scotty Scheffler draw, who is your favorite play from that top left corner of the bracket? Okay. So this one's easy because again, like I'm rolling with Jason day this week. I think it's okay. a great spot for him. I'm not going to get too much into it. He's, he's got short game putter. He knows the format. He's playing well. I, I like day out of that quadrant. Yeah. I like day. And then uh, unfortunately they would have to match up against each other in the round of uh, 16 there. Or I guess it would be the round of 30. No, it'd be the round of 16. There we go. Uh, Victor Hovland sitting right underneath him. We've seen him a number of times. When that chipping just goes away, it's a disaster and nobody enjoys watching it. But for the most part, I'm willing to write off everything that we've seen in terms of his chipping because it hasn't mattered. He finished third at the players, losing almost a stroke around the green. He's won many match play tournaments, including the U.S. Amateur at Pebble Beach, another shorter golf course type. Of, uh, I mean, very, very different, but has the experience with match play. Anybody who's won a U.S. Amateur, that feels like something that matters. <laughs> it's it's not exactly a freebie in terms of match play. I really like the way that he's playing here of late, coming 20th, 10th, 3rd, getting better and better and better. Oh, and he's gained 8.6 T to green uh, in his last event, 6.2, 5.3. He can be so dominant ball striking that 
hard for me to get away from a little bit of that. So I do think the winner of that day Hovland match, if we just assume that they get there, I think that's going to be a marquee matchup for that top left corner. That would be a really good matchup. And, and I agree. Like I, I like the Hovland pick I, I, again, another player kind of like Cam Davis, where I, I think the shorter course kind of benefits him. It's kind of where he's played his best golf uh, throughout his career. All right, let's go to the John Rom bracket on the other side. Again, we're looking for our favorite play on the John Rom side of the bracket. Where are you going there, Jeff? All right. So again, I'm getting a little wild here, but we have <laughs> seen we have seen like 30, you know, Kisner was like a 39 seed last year. We have we see low seeds get there all the time. You're gonna go Cam Davis right off the bat, aren't I'm you? I'm gonna go Harris English here. Oh, okay. In, in at 37, he's got Will Zell Torres. We just finished talking about him, but the skill set this week is it's really like if you're an elite putter, you are so live this week. I, I can't I can't emphasize that enough. Harris English has, has been has been showing form, you know, like the long game looked really good at Bay Hill for proportions. He obviously lit it up with the putter there. He never plays well at Sawgrass. So that that's just kind of like whatever. But you look at his incoming form. It's very similar to what guys like Horschel did to what Kisner did when he won. He's he's got the couple top finishes on the season, but up and down. But I like this format for him. Um, and you know he's got some he's got some international experience now. I, I think he's just in a good spot up against Val uh, Zalatoris. And you know, like Tony Finau's never really done anything at this event, so that could be a second round draw. Um, if Finau gets beat there, he's got a path to go to the quarters pretty quickly. If he if he if he gets out of his pod, I really do like Harris English as like a, a really long shot this week. Yeah, I'm a little bit chalkier there. I am going to go another matchup. They're, they're gonna, they would have to face each other in that round of 16. Tony Finau, he hasn't played very well here, but also getting the monkey off his back at the tail end of last year, it feels like he's pretty freed up, has not had a finish outside of the top 25 this entire season. He's been so consistent ball striking. Off the tee even, lost a little bit at the players, which is hilarious to me because we think about how dominant he can be in yeah. that department of his game but I don't think we've ever seen his iron play as good as it's been for the last year. It has been absolutely elite. And you talk about the, what you're looking at for a Pete Dye golf course. I'm looking for elite iron play and somebody who can roll the rock. He's now gained over two strokes putting in two of his last three. If that is clicking, I really like Tony Finau as somebody there. The odds are pretty short on him. So again, he's a chalkier play, I think, but uh, Tony Finau, another round of 16 matchup you versus me. We'll have some fun. I'm just I'm just hoping you're two weeks early on Tony Finau for my master's futures, but oh I agree with just, everything you said. He is looking he like he's great. ready to pop soon, Tony Finau. So wouldn't be shocked if it's this week. Oh, that would be great. Uh we're going to the Rory McElroy side. Yes, the three seed Rory McElroy. Let's go to his corner of the draw. Who would we have be facing Tony Finau slash Harris English? So this is this is the the quadrant that I have like the most trouble with. Um, it is impossible. It it feels like nobody's playing good in the entire quadrant other than Tyrrell Hatton. Yeah. And like Min Woo Lee, right. Who again, yeah. like he doesn't you have can't even get on rainmakers. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Right. So, yep. um, I feel like I'm, I just riding with the chalk here in, in some kind of way, shape or form. Like, I don't, I don't want to pick Cam Davis to get to the semifinals. That just seems even for this format, a little crazy. 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. I, I think I'm just going to take, you know, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll go. No, I'll, I'll take the easy way. Out. I'll take Terrell Hatton. I mean, he's playing well. Yeah. I think he does set up well for this event. Um, we'll, we'll add a little chalk in. I, I just can't, I like, I want to give my boy Russell Henley some credit. I think it's a good setup for him, but again, like I, I just don't have, he doesn't have ex- the greatest record here. The, the form's been a little bit off. He looked better at the players. I wouldn't be shocked if Henley came out of that group, but I'll just stick with Hatton as my call. It's chalky. I get it, but uh, it does make a lot of sense. We got our guy, Figala. Oh, look at that. We've got our dude, Mike Lawrence, behind the virtual glass there, putting up the bracket. Oh, wow. That's great stuff. So top left corner. Might as well just plug these in here as we're going. Uh, Top left corner, if you go right next to Jason Day and Victor Hovland, they're matching up against each other. That is my guy, uh, my guy, Hovland, your guy, Jason Day. Top right corner, we had Finau and Harris English. And now we're bottom right corner. You went Tyrrell Hatton. I'm going to go Thigala, mainly because yeah. I do think this bracket is wide freaking open. Rory McIlroy is out there switching putters. He's got a Scotty camera that he's putting in play. First time in a long time we've seen him with a Scotty. I'm kind of excited about it because, I don't know, watching Tiger Woods with a Scotty, it's just my childhood. And Rory, when he went ballistic and shot 60 final round there at uh, in North Carolina. I can't remember exactly where that was here at the exact moment, but... That center shafted Scotty he had, he's going back to a Newport style Scotty. I don't know. I don't feel good about somebody switching putters before an event uh, on the PGA Tour. Doesn't sound ideal, but sounds like he's going to stick with it through the rest of this year. I'm just going to go contrarian a little bit. Thigala, not crazy contrarian, I suppose, considering he's the 22 seed, but I'm writing off everything I saw at the players. Just yeah. in abysmal week of golf, and it can happen to anybody. If you write that week off, 14th at Arnold Palmer, 6th at the Genesis, 4th at the Farmers, a really good start to the year for him. And he just feels like one of those momentum players where if he gets it going, probably do not want to be facing him in match play. I I like the Gallup for this format, man. He he is, he is a real gamer. Like he's got a little Jordan Spieth in him. You know, like he can make those shots from anywhere. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that call. If I wasn't going ahead and that's probably where I was going to go. So. All right. We go to the bottom left corner to round it out. The Cantley, the Patrick Cantley version of the bracket here. Our last selections. Oh no, you you probably know where I'm going here. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sick person. Go ahead. I'll let you lead it off though before well, I talk about gonna... Sam Burns' um, sickness. Yeah, I actually don't hate it, but um, I, I I could almost pick against you because I I have a little bit of affinity for Adam Scott, but I don't have that much affinity. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go chalk again. I'm going to take Patrick Cantlay. Um, Just smashing it so consistent. If his putter shows up this week, 
he he could absolutely just run the table. So uh, I think Cantlay is is well due for a win here. Um, that's that's where I'm going to go. Pretty simple. Speaks for itself, I think. So my dude, Sam Burns, apparently had an unconforming driver that screwed him up at the Genesis. Then at the Arnold Palmer, started to figure it out a little bit. Hit a lot of water balls. It was not fun. Started to put it together at the players. We saw signs signs of him coming back in the Valspar where he's dominated the tee to green stuff. I mean, it's it's hard to overreact to one week considering you know he he's played that golf course elite elite two wins now a sixth at the Valspar. But I think just having a driver in play that matters that's uh, kind of important. Do I think that he deserves to be like a thirteen seed? Probably not. But that's his world golf ranking, and that's what you're gonna get here. So I look at his draw. Power Scott Hadwin. I don't think that's overly difficult. I know some people talked about it being difficult. I don't find that to be the case. Cantley's going to be so popular, and I think he'll be popular in Rainmakers too. I want to get myself to a little bit of contrarian stances in this bracket. I think Sam Burns is going to be somebody that uh, I paid up for last week. I might as well go uh, utilize those cards this week. I really, don't, I really don't hate it at all. I mean, I, I think that trying to get ahead of players before they really pop is smart. This is pretty much the route Sam Burns took before he went at Valspar last year. Yeah. He was kind of awful to start 2022 too. And then he put together yep. like two decent starts and he won. He I, beat the, he beat the indestructible Scotty Scheffler in a playoff. That's right. Like, who that's, else has done that toe to toe lately? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, when Burns gets hot, I mean, he he's, and, and again, another player who like will just grind you down with like eight and 15 footers. He's got that, that part of the game to him. So I really don't hate it at all. Um, I, I, I certainly like going with Burns as opposed to like Hideki would be the other player other than Cantley. I take it, but I, I like, I like Burns better. I do. I just, that, that putting upside is so valuable in a format yep. like this. So um, I, I would say again, like I really do like Cantley, but Burns would, would be a close number two there for me. Um, maybe it's a spot where like, again, if you're building a classic DFS lineup, you get Burns and Cantley you can't obviously you need to have some overlap. So I, I think like, that's kind of a good to some, uh, a couple guys who give you like really good upside. If, if one of them gets through that, uh, that uh, quadrant. So yeah, something to think about. I like both players for sure. So make sure you have the bracket next to you when you're building out lineups for this, we gave you some of our favorite plays who we think is going to advance. Make sure you get your core pack below. All of that is good, but said we were going to round out talking about it. We got to go to the alternate event that we have going. Yes. Your DraftKings Rainmakers card have extra utility this week because not just the WGC Dell, but the Corrales Punta Cana. We're getting ready to rock the Joel Damon special. I'm excited for it. Hopefully you're excited too. I've got a couple of wagers. Unfortunately, one of them, Akshay Bhatia, not available. We have six, uh, 76 players, 76 players available in the yep. DraftKings Rainmakers pool. And other than Wyndham Clark, it is wide open. Wyndham Clark, your favorite for this week, so... If you have him, you're playing him. You're probably playing him in your captain and you're probably moving on with your life. But if you don't, who are some of your targets for this week at Punta Cana? Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, we can get pretty wild here this week. I mean, um, you know, again, just a, a completely wide open event. I mean, it's, it's you know, a tropical setting that there's sometimes wind involved, but um, I'm just going to throw out a couple couple names like right off the top that you could... Uh, you could certainly take a look out. Hank Leviota is cheap. He's in the marketplace. He's made a few cuts of late. I, I like him for a format like this. Like Leviota is is a good shot maker. I mean, he's he's not like the most consistent player, but he can definitely get hot on the greens as well. Uh, Michael Kim, I think a guy we talked about mm-hmm. last week a little bit in yep. terms of rainmaker. 
playing well, man. Like, I mean, th th that's a player again. Like, if you're if you're looking to just create like a cheaper lineup or you're looking to invest cheaply, I think Cam has good utility later in the year, and I think like you could use him even as like a, a captain spot. I mean, he's thirty five to one in the odds, so he's kind of in that group with all that sort of second tier uh, ish players. Yeah, and, and like you, unfortunately, there's like a few players I like down the list that aren't aren't available, but I'm gonna throw out a name here. Russell Knox is yes. He's 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 looked terrible. I get it. Like he's he's missing cuts, but it's really cheap. And Russell Knox, we know, like he'll probably bounce back at some point. He's just an elite iron player. At some point, you know, that that part of his game will come around. I think he's a good investment for this week because I think that later on in the season you're gonna get some usage out of him as well. So I think Russell Knox is an, is another name down the board. You should be looking towards, um, you know, a couple other names to maybe look at. Um, Kevin Roy. Um, I don't, I don't like trying to get on these veterans, but um, Matthias Schwab is is maybe being a pickup. Some Matthias Schwab, Scott Piercy. It's it's tough. You, you don't want to go overboard this week because again, when are you going to be using these guys uh, again soon? But Certainly, with uh, only seventy six players to uh, to choose from, there's going to be some uh, some you know edge this week as well. Yeah, my final note: I'm going to have some bombers. Okay, I I get it. This is a golf course where a lot of skill types you can get away with it, but it can play long if it gets windy out there for sure. 7,600 yards resort course, not your typical resort course. You don't see people going crazy crazy low there all the time. But I'm looking at like a Wyndham Clark. Matthias, uh, you just talked about him, Matthias Schmidt, uh, Trevor Cohn, a rookie out there that, you know, these guys are just murdering the golf ball. They're not very good regularly, but this week they have added utility. But my favorite play, I think this entire week is going to be Taylor Pendrith. I'm, I'm finding pretty much he's going to be in every single lineup that I'm making uh, for that. The cards are starting to get up there to around $8 for a core, 42 for a rare. So it's getting up there, but Taylor Pendrith, you look at this kind of field, I just think he's the class of it. Uh, Wyndham Clark, I think he's going to be so popular, and everybody who has him, you're going to be playing him. I don't have enough Wyndham Clark because the cards went berserk last week in anticipation of this week. So I am kind of uh, flag-planting Taylor Pendrith. I, I like the Pendrith call. Pendrith is a player, too. If you if you pay up for him, I mean, you're getting a better bargain than Wyndham Clark this week. And, and I mean, realistically, it's not it's not outlandish to think that that Pendrith, you know, outperforms Clark the rest of the way. So it's probably a far better investment. It's not probably, it is in my opinion. So, yeah. All right. You have two PGA events. You got a lot of information in 30 minutes from Jeff, from myself. Thank you to Mike Lawrence behind the virtual glass there. Doing a great job going back and forth. Check out your free starter pack below. You can click on that and get it. Uh, get involved. Two, two events this week. Pretty hard to not find cards that are going to be useful out of those core packs. So, and then you can fill it out with the marketplace. But Jeff, any final words for the people as we get out of here? No, man, just, um, you know, obviously this is a week where if you, I think if you spend the time and, and you get some some solid like lineups in both, I mean, there's going to be some what we call dead money. So, I mean, it, it's it's definitely a, a fun week to play and, and a fun week for, for everything. Rainmakers, classic and, and, and betting. All right, go follow him at The Fantasy Grind, doing great stuff for us, for DraftKings, everywhere. Jeff Ulrich, thank you so much, my dude. I'm Eric Lindquist. We're going to get ourselves out of here. Again, Rainmakers, thank you to them. Let's get ourselves out. Best of luck this week in the PGA streets.
we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more.